0: welcome to another edition of our Preps Podcast. This is Kyle Neddenrip, and uh, today we're going to be joined by three people, uh, North Central Athletic Director, uh, newly hired Andy Elkins. He's going to be talking about uh, his new role, the uh, referendum coming at uh, North Central at the beginning of June. And we're going to talk about kind of looking ahead to to what might happen in the fall. Uh, Also his uh, relationship with Paul Logan, uh, the former Athletic Director at North Central who passed away. Uh, in may or i'm sorry in in April, and uh you know he, how he kind of got to know paul and and's taken over his role now uh then we'll talk with drew Fountain, the uh new shortridge boys basketball coach. Uh, Drew is a longtime assistant, uh, had been there at Fishers for several years under uh, Joe Leonard and then Matt Moore. Uh, We'll talk to him about his new role, kind of how he got started in coaching and his first head coaching job at Shortridge. And then uh, we'll talk with Kyron Montgomery as well, the uh, Pike defensive end, uh, one of the top in-state recruits in the 2021 class. Uh, kind of what he's up to now in the spring, under you know the the pandemic, uh, what he's been up to from that from that standpoint, also his recruiting, uh, kind of a little bit of a timeline on what he's looking at uh, as far as that goes. So uh, three good guests: Andy Elkins, uh, Drew Fountain, and Kyron Montgomery, uh, all on today's show, and uh, we'll be having all three of those guys coming up here next. <laughs> Well, Kyle Nedner here with our preps podcast, and joined uh, now by Andy Elkins, uh, the uh, new athletic director at North Central High School. And uh, Andy, congratulations! And I know it's you know not not the ideal way you wanted to get the job, obviously with uh, uh, Paul Logan passing. But uh, um, I know it's a, it's a big job and and, uh, and one you're to e- eager to get started with. And you know, I guess uh, you know, first off, uh, thanks for coming on. And then you know, what do you what do you kind of Looking forward to with your new position there at North Central.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it, Kyle. It's uh, you know I've used the word bittersweet a lot, um, and that doesn't near uh, give the definition that I needed to for Mr. Logan. You know, I, I since a day on campus in 2014, my first day, I worked with Mr. Logan, and I was hoping to be the next uh, director of athletics when he retired, whenever that was, and I loved working for him. He's a wonderful man, a wonderful mentor, a wonderful father, a wonderful husband. He was, uh, he was unbelievable, to be honest. So, for this tragic thing to happen, um, I mean, it's, it's really, you know, been devastating for our whole community. But, uh, I'd like to continue his vision in North Central Athletics and then also uh, bring in a few of my own ideas. But, um, you know, he was there 31 years, and I've been there. I'll be going into my seventh year. And, you know, North Central has uh, a wonderful community, wonderful history of athletics. And right now, you know, we're dealing with the pandemic, so that's the first and foremost thing on my mind, and really nobody's been through this before. So we're kind of doing this as a group in the conference and then as in the state as well. So really my next thing for North Central Athletics is, to be able to safely get our kids, our student-athletes working with our uh, coaches uh, on campus and get things back to normal as possible. But uh, until we get some direction from that, that's going to be tough to do. So right now, that's my main focus is just getting our kids back on campus healthy and safe.
0: Well, we'll uh, look forward in a second here, Andy. But wanted to ask you—you know—you came on in 2014, like you said, after uh, Chuck retired uh, as athletic director, and Paul took over. Um, you know, moving up from from what role you're in now, and and Paul had been there a long time, obviously. But uh, what did you, what did I know you were close with Paul? What what did you learn most uh, from him? And um, you know, what what do you take away as you move into this role that that uh, you know? It has maybe helped you just from being around Paul
1: yeah what I, what I learned from Mr. Logan and not particularly in this order but I, you know I learned patience I learned kindness I, love, I learned empathy uh, I learned passion um, I mean he he's one of those guys that he and I would walk out of the gym at 9.30pm after being there since 6.45 and we would be back the next day at 6.45am ready to go to breakfast duty and man he's still got a Still kind of hopping his step, you know. He's ten. He was ten years older than me, and been there for a long time. And I'd be dragging a little bit, and then he'd come walking <laughs> in, and, and his big boisterous voice telling me, "Good morning, and here's what we got today, and here's what we're going to do." And you know, uh, you know, he'll ask me about my family, and he just has that passion to do what he did and the passion for North Central High School. So the uh, patience that he shows, the kindness that he shows, not just the kids and parents and fans and, you know, the security and the lunch ladies and the custodians and just people that he'll pass in the hallways that he just wanted to talk to. Um, I just, I've learned so many things on how a conversation can just change a person's day because he had conversations with me It changed my day almost every day and always for the better. So, um, you know, I I learned that if you want to do this job right, it's not a a 40-hour-a-week job, even in off-seasons. And if you want to do it correctly, you do a lot of the things that Mr. Logan did and learned. And I mean, there wasn't a person in the state who probably didn't know who Paul Logan was. And um, that makes North Central a uh, you know, key name in high school athletics because he was part of our associations and talked a lot with the IHSAA. So I got some pretty big shoes to fill, and uh, it's going to take me some time to do that because he, uh,
0: he was wonderful. Well, and the uh, the coaches in the the Athletic Directors Association in, in Marion County, uh, of course, a, a close knit group, uh, as you've got to know since 2014, and, and uh, you know, I, Andy Andy Elkins, by the way, joining us from uh, North Central High School recently uh, hired as the athletic director, uh, had been the assistant athletic director since uh, 2014. But, uh, Andy, you came from evansville Bossy, were a, a standout basketball player, played at uh, University of e- Evansville. What was what was your track to kind of uh, getting to North Central uh, after college, and, and is this kind of what you planned on doing was getting into uh, uh, coaching and administration?
1: Yeah, when I, uh, I had a passion, my high school coach was uh, Joe Mullen, who spent uh, probably 10, 12 years as the head coach at evansville Bossy, and I grew up three blocks from the school, so we walked walk to school, and whether it was JV, freshman football, or a volleyball match, that's just what my family did. We went there, we paid our money, we bought our popcorn, and we watched the Bulldogs compete. So yeah, I've been around it since I was about four, because my dad always took us. My mom was with me, and then I have two younger brothers. Uh, one other one graduated from Boston, and the other one graduated from Castle. But it's just kind of what I've always known when I've been around, and then uh, playing football, basketball, and baseball at Evansville Bossy. It was three sports for four years, and you know, never had a spring break, anything like that. And it was just what I loved to do. And then I was lucky enough to play at the University of Evansville for Coach Jim Cruz. And, you know, when I got out of there, went overseas and played basketball for a little while, and then uh, as soon as I came back, I got into education. and I was lucky enough to get a physical education job at Evansville Bossy, basically working for Coach Mullen. Mm -hmm. And then uh, three years later, I was the head men's basketball coach. And Let's see, five years after that, I was uh, uh, the athletic director of Princeton Community High School, where uh, Mr. John Abbey, who was the former AB at Bossy, hired me. So um, I've had a lot of people help me along the way my wife had a great opportunity in indianapolis to take a job so we moved up here 10 years ago and i spent four years at cascade as the athletic director and then now six years at north central so it's uh it's been quite a ride been moving around quite a bit but now i think i've found my spot hopefully uh hopefully this is my last my last job
0: and North Central, of course, a very unique and and, uh, and highly visible uh, uh, high school in Indianapolis. Uh, a lot of success in a lot of sports uh, over the years, and I know... Uh, You know, football and wrestling were were close to Paul's heart. Obviously, that's where his his background was, but he was a proponent for all sports. And I know there was a uh, a, a vote at the school board meeting last week, Andy, to uh, hopefully name uh, what is the new uh, gym facility over there at North Central. Uh, A referendum coming on uh, June 2nd. Um, you know we'll we'll uh, determine i guess if that happens or, or when it happens but uh, if you could talk a little bit andy about about that and and kind of what's coming on that referendum at north central
1: yeah we have a west gym project part of our uh uh referendum that will be going on uh, in washington township uh, the vote is june 2nd we want everybody in our community to get out and, and uh you know we just want them to be informed and then when they go in june 2nd we uh we hope that they uh, vote for uh, these facilities and these operational budget things for, uh, for all the uh, Washington Township kids, just not North Central. and Mr. Logan, uh, we're, we currently don't have any buildings named after anyone um, on our campus that is athletic facilities, I should say and our uh, school board worked extremely hard with the Logan family and discussed several different options and then uh, I believe I wasn't part of all those discussions but I believe the Logan family really pushed to uh, have the new west gym because a lot of people are talking about the football field but the Logans had that vision of he was the athletics director not the football director or the track director and we'll have so many different sports going on in there and it's a building that'll sit right off uh, the main entrance to our gym and so you know if you're going down 86th street or west boulevard you're going to see the paul logan west gym or gymnasium or whatever it's going to be called and uh, that's that's pretty special because it's it's right there at the uh, north end of campus or the west side northwest side of campus and that'll be the first name You come in and then we'll promote it when we have, uh, you know, summer activities there and workouts there. We'll promote it as the Paul Logan Gymnasium or the the naming rights haven't been set exactly. But, uh, you know, it's going to be something like that. And I think if Paul was here, he would just he would first off tell everybody, you know, quit worrying about me. I'm fine. I don't need this done. But for somebody that's done what Paul did for over three decades at North Central, it's very fitting. And I'm really glad the family decided to do something like that. And our school board worked with them closely to get that done. And I can't think of a more fitting uh, person for North Central to name a facility like that after.
0: And Andy, I know moving forward, uh, there's a lot of question marks, a lot of a lot of things as, as it relates to athletics and, and school in general this fall that, that you know just can't be answered yet uh how do you kind of approach uh or i guess where do you feel like you know you're at washington township and 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 maybe the marion county athletic directors in general uh you know as we as we sit here on march or i'm sorry may 18th um you know what's your feeling about what we might see this fall
1: my feeling is, is I'm going to keep my mouth quiet. I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to people. I'm going to listen to um, our state representatives. I'm going to listen to our school board, our superintendent, our principal. I'm going to listen to people that that have more information than I have because I want to know. Number one, most important part of schools is keeping kids safe. Nothing can happen. Can't educate them if they don't feel safe. So I wanna be able to communicate with our community members that this is the information I've been given and I wanna be able to give them an informed decision because I want everybody back at North Central because it's such a wonderful place, but I want them to feel safe while they're there. So for right now, here in May, I'm gonna sit back and listen to the people, as I'll say, are a whole lot smarter than I am and be able to make sure that we can put our kids in a safe environment. And then once we can do that, we can collaborate with one another. Uh, I was in a meeting today for about an hour and 15 minutes with about 300 athletic administrators throughout the state of Indiana with uh, Dr. McCormick. And we got more information, so we're kind of letting that soak in. But, you know, we're listening every Friday to the governor and, you know, keeping our uh, school board and our superintendent and our uh, central office involved So we can do the right thing for our kids when it's time to do it.
0: It's definitely a situation where you know I know people want concrete answers and black and white answers, and it's just hard. It's it's such a fluid situation uh, for a lot of people and, and just kind of the world in general. Uh, that it's hard to have concrete answers, and I, you know, it's just it's it's uh, we don't have those at, at this point. But you come to a point, I think, by, probably by you know early July, uh, maybe we'll have a better idea, a better idea on what happens with with school in the fall, and uh, you know I think right below that what happens with athletics. But these next few weeks, we'll certainly uh, you know try to gather as much information. I'm sure in, in your situation, Andy, and and uh, and maybe we'll have some better idea by by the beginning of July.
1: Yeah, we're open by uh, the middle of June. We really start getting some definitive directions. And then that gives us a couple of weeks to collaborate with the people we need to collaborate with to uh, put a plan in place, get our coaches involved, and, uh, you know, just make sure we're doing the right thing. Everyone wants to see football in the fall, but we got to be able to see safe football. Everyone wants to see their daughter play volleyball and and. and golf and every other sport across country and it seems like you know each one can have its own different uh positives and negatives when it comes to social distancing and you know locker rooms and then you have 6a football where you have 160 kids in a locker room and 2a 1a football where you have a lot less so it's it's going to be very interesting and that's why right now i'm sitting back and and trying to gather as much information so I can help inform our people and they can inform me on what we're going to do next.
0: Thanks so much, Andy. And, and again, congratulations on your new position there at uh, at North Central.
1: Thank you, Kyle. I really appreciate you taking the time, and uh, go Panthers.
0: We will be back here with our next segment, joined by Drew Fountain, the uh, new Short Ridge boys basketball coach. (laughs) All right, back here with another segment on our Preps podcast, and uh, joined now by new Shortridge coach, Drew Fountain. And, uh, Drew, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for
2: having me on.
0: I'm a huge fan, you know. Well, Drew was uh, uh, coach, uh, assistant coach at Fishers for nine years. Uh, you know, Joe Leonard uh, was there when, when Drew first started, and then uh, Matt Moore uh, the last few years. But, uh, you know, Drew, if you would, you. You know, you got hired at Shortridge last week. I guess what was the, you know, what made you want to apply for that job to begin with, and then, you know, what what do you see there for the future of Shortridge basketball?
2: Well, a lot of people probably don't know this, but um, I mean, that that was one of my, well, that was really my second, my first, well, my really my first real uh, coaching job in Indianapolis. So um, I was the eighth grade head coach there with John Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the coach there at the time and this is when the children kinda of turned in going from a junior high school to a uh, back into a high school. So um always kinda of in my mind as a young young younger Drew Fountain, I guess you could say, I was like, hey man, I would want to coach here, you know, if I had if I had a chance. Um I think the the academic piece they've gotten gotten all that stuff together to to make the school a lot more attractive, I think. Affiliation is also something that's really, really good. Um, they're an Ivy school. They have, and they've grown, grown their uh, student body to to where it's much respectable. And is, it's a three A school now. So I think all those things, rolling into one, I mean, you know it, it's an attractive, a, a
0: attractive place to be. Well, Drew, I know you coached under uh, a couple different coaches there at Fisher's. You know, first off, what what did you learn from those guys and? and You know each of them, and kind of how do you take that into your new position there at (laughs) Shortridge? I I did. I mean,
2: from coaching under Coach Leonard, I mean that is he is my guy. I mean, he is. is, I call
1: him Uncle Joe.
2: (laughs) He's my he's he's my man. Uh, He he took me under his wing uh, as a younger younger coach. Uh, We we met. I used to help him out uh, when he was when he first started out when he first got the job. I and when I first moved down to uh, to Indianapolis or really uh, Fishers, um, I was one. I was one of the only coaches that would come at six in the morning and help him out. And uh, I ended up getting the job. And that's a long that's another story. But I ended up getting the job and I, I couldn't help about it. And he kind of came back to the fruition of it. Around full circle, and then I, then I started back coaching with him. But, but what I learned from Coach Leonard was, I mean, um, you have to be personable, you got to be, just, you have to be able to have your players be, uh, approach, approach you, and uh, be, be a people person, being able to talk to people. Stuff like that. So, uh, from Coach Moore, it's just you know taking everything by the horns, and, you know, and making it your own. Um, I think Coach Moore did a great job. of and what Coach Coach Leonard uh, established which was that foundation uh and taking it to the next level. Um, I don't sometimes I don't think Coach Leonard gets enough credit for what he did and in the time that he was mayor. You know, I think he, he did a great job of setting the foundation and I think Coach Moore took it to another level.
0: Well you definitely saw the uh you know kind of the, the beginning of Fisher's basketball and and you know kind of what it uh, has become here in the last, uh, you know, few years, and, and I know, you know, Joe Leonard obviously was building that, and like you said, uh, Matt Moore came in and and uh, you know took it to another level, and you know I think it was the uh, you know the most wins last year that Fishers has ever had. Do you feel like you're leaving a, a pretty good program there as as you step into a new role?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I mean they I mean, they have a the chance to to win the section. Charlie Smith coming back Jeffrey Simmons coming back uh, I think uh, with a with a small other guys that are in that same class I think they have a great chance of of, of, uh, of doing something special officials have never done before which is one a section and possibly you know go a little bit further if, if they wanted to you know and I think it's just them being able to stick together and, uh, in a sense and, and holding each other accountable and uh, Practicing hard, and, uh, doing all those things, and help, helping them just, just, just being—they just need to stick together. If they can stick together, in, in everything that they do, they'll be fine. And they, they should win
0: a sectional by the time they do. Drew, I know you have a—you know—beyond high school, you had a um, some experience at the college level uh, before you got mm-hmm. to uh, before you got to Fishers and. You know, you're a native of Gary. Kind of explain how, you know, you came to to get into basketball coaching and kind of your journey, you know, kind of uh, at the beginning stages, you know, coming out of high school and then, you know, beyond that into college. I know you went to Indiana State, but how did you kind of get started in coaching? Well,
2: um, I thought graduating high school, I thought I was going to go to Indiana State. Indiana State by storm with my basketball playing, you know, things happen where, where, it was on my my part that I had to take care of some business that I needed to take care of to to be able to make those things happen. I thought I was going to be able to go walk on and do and be able to get a scholarship and things like that. Those things happened on my part. Um, what happened was well, I ended up becoming friends, well, not friends, but I mean, I ended up friends with uh, with uh, some of the assistant coaches there, which is uh, Kareem Richardson and uh, Coach Rick Ray, um, who those guys are they coaches in their own sense. And I think Coach, uh, Coach Richardson, I think he's uh, an assistant back in the United States. Again. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, um, I kind of followed in their footsteps and saw things that they were doing. And, uh, I think uh one day, uh, Coach Ray actually pulled me into his office and he told me, he said, hey man, you would be a good coach. And I was like, man, I wouldn't think about doing any coaching. And After a <laughs> while, I kind of started thinking about it. And then I kind of found myself starting to do it a lot more than than, than what
0: I than what I planned
2: on. And uh, they helped me get up. I ended up getting a, uh, an internship at Purdue Cahie Met. That's where I started uh, coaching. It was for the rec, rec sports department. And I ended up I had, uh, those two guys wrote me a letter of recommendation and I ended up, ended up being able to volunteer with the basketball team for a couple of years. And then I, um, then I ended up getting hired on and stayed there for three years. And after that, I went to Caillou uh, College and stayed there for a year. And I coached with one of my, one of my best friends, uh, Brian Sexton. Um, so, uh, Coach Gary Hayes was, a, he was the coach at the time who coached at Griffith. Coached with some pretty good people uh, that has taught me a lot of different things, and I've been I've been coaching ever since, you know. Um, so, I mean, it's,
0: it's been a pretty good run for me. As you get into the the job at Shortridge, is there you know what what's going to be the 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 key to success, and and what what do you see as success at Shortridge? What what's What's a realistic goal? Uh, You know, what? What's your vision for you know what that what that program can become?
2: Well, I think in this first year, I think we just gotta we gotta focus on just getting better. You know, focus on getting better at at every little thing that we can do. You know, it's not just like uh, it's not trying to win ball. It's trying to win ball games, but it's not. I don't think that should be the sole purpose. I think the sole purpose is just trying to. I guess we can say rebuild the culture I guess you can say uh, and, I, and, I, and I figure just culture is just habits you know uh, we can build better habits in, in certain things that we do I think the winning part will come but we have to get better in those habits and do those on a consistent basis to, uh, to, help win ball, to help us win ball games at the end of the day and I think right now it's just all about getting better if we can get better from off, on the court and off the court I think we can do. We'll end up surprising some people and end up winning some games this year that yeah, we probably don't. Won't, won't even uh, people don't think we can win, you know. If, but everybody has to buy in, and that's my job, and try to help everybody to buy in. And I think from last year, um, I think those those guys being being a part of that team, I think that they, they would say, "Hey, man, we we'll probably need to do some things that are different," you know.
0: Well, you're you're being you're hired at a an odd time, not through anybody's fault, but just just to, it's a it's kind of the way of the world right now because you know you right. you're wrapping up your time at Fisher's this week and um, but it's at a time where you can't meet in person and be at the school. How are right. you? Are are you getting acclimated to your new uh, team yet, or or where are you where are you at with that? I'm in under normal normal circumstances, you'd probably be getting to know them face to face already. Right, you're right I
2: mean it's, it's a crazy time right now uh, right now um, I've, I've been on a, a couple group decks with, with all of the uh, returning guys uh, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to meet with them one-on-one and talk to them over the phone and uh, just ask them certain questions about you know things that happened last year the things that we need to change uh, I want to make sure that uh, the that I, that I try to get to know them on a personal level really. More than anything, it's just, uh, I mean, so I, I think that needs to be established first before we talk about any basketball stuff. Uh, just building the connection with them so, so that they know that I'm genuinely wanting to know who they are, what they want, you know, what, what they want to do with basketball,
0: things like that,
2: you know. Uh, some of them, it might be just, hey, I just want to hoop, you know, uh, which is cool. I'm with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how are we going but it's okay that you want to move but I want to I want to know what is how are we going to help you or how how are we going to help you benefit you for, in the long run but also how are you going to add value to our to the program and help help the, help the program be better than what it was in the years in the, in the past
0: Who, do, do you are you are you pretty well acquainted with some of the the city coaches yet, or, or have you got to know some of those guys?
2: Yeah, uh, Coach Hawkins, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty cool with Coach Hawkins. Uh, we we've had a couple Zoom uh, conferences already, and uh, he's kind of helped me out as far as navigating certain things. And um, uh, I know Coach uh, Mosey Barnes. Uh, I don't know him per se, but I know I know of him. We we when i see seen. He, it's all respect um, i respect all, all those coaches on this level they've done a lot of great things uh, i know I, i've talked to uh, coach rock i know he uh i know how's shutting down but uh-huh. but I, I i've talked to him too uh, as, as well coach coach ceruricio uh, davis uh who's just got the drive uh head coach head coach business I, I talk to him probably almost every day you mm-hmm. know i'm so proud of him and, and all the stuff that he's done and how he's gotten to this, to this to the level that he's at. I mean, I think he's going to be great things to drive. Um, so, I, I mean,
0: I, I, I know a lot of those guys. Well, Shortridge has uh, probably the, the facilities weren't in place when you were there last time, right? The the new gym over there. No,
2: they they were not. I, uh, when I coached there, we were still. Uh, I was still coaching in the uh, in, in the gym in the other gym. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I, we actually played um, Short Shortridge uh, when I was at Fisher's. Uh, maybe maybe about a few years ago. I can't remember the year, but um, I know we, I know we played them. Played them in the knee gym. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see all of the facilities, and I mean the whole facility. But I mean it, it's a nice gym, very nice gym. So I know we host we host a sectional there. Uh, so I mean, it, 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 I'm, I'm
0: excited to try to get that. To kind of help you get the gym yeah. yeah, it's a nice gym. And Shortridge, of course, you know, has a, a great history, you know, as a school and a and a basketball program. Kind of probably gets overshadowed by you know the addicts teams of the fifties and sixties, but you know they had some great yeah. teams in their own right uh, uh, back at that time, and, and, a, and a great history of basketball there at the school. Yeah, it does. Um, it's got a
2: lot of great tradition. It's, it's funny because. My mom, she went to Georgia, and she tells me about, about this game in 1958 all the time. And you know, they played short ribs, and they beat up short and all this other. <laughs> and then it's, it's funny since I've gotten this job, all these other people have been coming coming out of the world. Or, oh, I graduated from short you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it's, it's it's crazy how many people that you probably wouldn't even know that have, have some type of affiliation with short.
0: Yeah, one of the oldest uh, high schools in in the state, so yeah. a lot of history First there. High school. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: First high school.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, look forward to uh, talking with you more, Drew. Thanks a lot for uh, for coming on, and best of luck to you over there.
2: Hey, I really appreciate you having me on. Uh, I really appreciate all your support, man. I'm a big fan of you.
0: Well, good deal. Well, good luck at Shore Ridge, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. And up next, we'll have uh, Kyron Montgomery, the Pike defensive end. He'll talk a little bit about his recruiting process and uh, his upcoming season and kind of what it's been like uh, in the pandemic going through recruiting uh, as it is right now. So up next, Kyron Montgomery. Back here with another segment on the Preps Podcast. This is Kyle Neddenrip and uh, joined now by Pike, uh, defensive end and uh, one of the top recruits in the state, Kyron Montgomery. Uh, Kyron, thanks for coming on.
3: Yes, sir. Thanks. Appreciate you, man.
0: Well, I know this is a strange time for everybody, including athletes who are who are going through the pandemic. You know, and it's a it's a, a totally different world for uh, for you guys, especially Kyron. What do you what do you, what's kind of your day to day? Uh, process like right now to stay in shape and 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 uh, also with the the academic load. Uh,
3: so I wake up every morning, every day. Do my schoolwork around eleven o'clock to about three o'clock. Make sure all my work is done, and after that, I hit the I go hit the field. I have a gym in my in my basement, so I'm staying up on top of that, staying on top of my conditioning. Uh, my legs. I really can't do too much right now because I had shoulder surgery on my on my labrum, so that sat me out a bit. So yeah, I'm just staying on top of it by staying conditioned, running, keeping my legs up. So yeah.
0: I knew you had uh you had surgery in February, right? Yep. Yes sir. Had that been something that that you suffered last year or what when what was the timeline on that?
3: Uh so I suffered it a week before Zidensville, week one, uh in an interscry scrimmage an In scrimmage so I injured it there I sat out for a scrimmage that came just came back week one I worked solely I worked solely the whole season just got a surgery after a season
0: okay were, were you was it something that you felt like you could play with and still be effective obviously it was but But how was it painful to, to play with that injury oh
3: uh, yeah actually it was, it was it was very painful but I know I had to be there for my team and my coaches and they needed me so I couldn't let my team down so I just played through it and got the
0: surgery after the season. I know from a from a win loss perspective, it wasn't the the year you guys wanted to have necessarily at Pike. But how how has the transition been uh, the the coaching staff transition and and, and kind of where do you think the program is right now going into your senior season? Uh,
3: we we had our ups and downs for the past few seasons, but I feel like we got a new coach, Coach Echeverria, uh, he's bringing his staff. I feel like everybody's fighting into the system. He's got a new, new offensive coordinator, Coach Gandy. So I think, I think everything's gonna come together. Our quarterback is getting better. Yeah, we got some, we got some dogs coming in. So I just, it's something to look forward to this season.
0: Well, like, like I said at the top, Kyron's one of the top uh, uh, in-state recruits uh, in the class, 2021 class uh six foot four uh 215 are those measurements still about right Kyron? no right now as of right now i'm like 250 250 okay well that's a significant change then yeah. Uh <laughs> well i know your your recruitment is 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 ongoing and you know it's one of those things again where it's completely different than it would have been um you know if, if we were in the regular world right now but how do you kind of go about recruiting during during this time and and you know what are you doing do you do you take take virtual visits or, or how does that how is that working for you
3: uh, so as of right now I've, I've took a couple of virtual visits some schools i'm getting messages and stuff from schools every day Candy meter campus i have to look up a lot of schools uh, i just keep, i keep in contact with most of the schools so it's 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 kind of it's kind of weird but it's not because I won't be able to visit any schools this summer, basically. So I got to go off what I know, and just it's just a lot. We're making a college decision for
0: the next forty years of your life, next four years of your life. So yeah. So you, I know that you have a a lot of offers, Kyron. You, you you posted the other day. You're you're probably going to narrow it down to eight here pretty soon. What's kind of your timeline with that? And and you know what are you thinking at this point?
3: Uh, so I talked I talked talk to my I plan on dropping my top 8 June 25th, and then after that I'm going to just focus on those schools right there and make the make a decision based off based off the pandemic rules how we can visit schools and stuff cuz I want to get up to some more schools and all.
0: I know some of the in-state schools that have offered you including uh, Indiana um, you know Purdue um, you know what what's your what's your interest level among the uh, the in-state schools at this point?
3: Uh, I have a good relationship with Coach Allen, Coach Peoples. Coach Peoples is new head defensive line coach at IU. I have a really good relationship with them. I talk to them almost every. I talk to Coach Peoples almost every day. So, yeah, it's doing pretty good. I have a good relationship with the Purdue coaching staff. Coach porn Coach, uh, Coach Brown. So, it's, it's doing pretty good.
0: What what? Are- do you do, do you anticipate those two will be in your top eight? And what are some of the others that that you feel pretty good about? You know, making that making that cut for you. Uh, I
3: feel like, yeah, I feel definitely those two, those two NCAA schools will be in my top because they're they're recruiting some of the hardest. Both of them recruit me the hardest. Uh, just some schools around Indiana. So yeah.
0: What other what other schools are kind of coming after you the hardest right now, Kyron?
3: Uh, I'll probably give you Missouri, Illinois, uh, Boston College, uh, Kent State, uh, probably Kansas too. Kansas, uh, West Virginia.
0: So yeah. And you're you're pretty well. You're pretty well wide open at this point, right? I know a lot of a lot of guys in your class have, have made commitments uh, here, uh, you know, here basketball as well uh, on the on that side of things. But uh, you you plan on waiting a little little while, huh? Yep, I'm just waiting.
3: on my options to see our right, options that come to me. I'm open to anything right now. My recruitment is
0: open, hundred percent. Always curious to ask uh, athletes too. I mean, what what was kind of your you know when when did you kind of get the idea maybe that that you know, I can be a Division One type of player. And, and you know, when did it kind of, you know, that maybe become, that dream become a reality for you?
3: So, actually, my sophomore year is my sophomore year, Freshman year going into my sophomore year, my old, co- my, old my old head coach, Jimmy Grace,
0: mm-hmm.
3: he, used to, he used to preach to me all the time because I used to think I used to want to be a receiver. But he used to preach to me defense a lot, defense a lot, defense a lot. And I actually start doing it, getting to the moment and started practicing with older guys and just took off. And then that's when my recruitment took off. Iowa took a chance on me and everything sparked.
0: What other sports did you play growing up?
3: I only played football and basketball.
0: Okay. Yes, sir. Were they kind of uh, both sports you enjoyed equally?
3: Uh, I just played basketball just to play it, just to keep in. Keep shape and have fun with some of my teammates. I like I like pike's basketball squads. Squad. It's, it's
0: really nice. So, but I, I love football. Football's my passion. Uh huh. What What do you think? I mean, what as the colleges recruit you? Are they 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 recruiting you as a defensive end? Is that kind of their vision for you, or is it different school to school?
3: Different school to school. I have some schools want to recruit me for outside linebackers um, and defensive end, but a lot of schools want me outside linebacker because my length.
0: My size do you have a preference uh, no I just want to
3: play football
0: and what what's you know as, as you get into your senior year hopefully <laughs> we get into your senior year um, you know what what what's your goals for yourself going into the season uh, definitely to,
3: uh, lead my team lead my team be a good leader for my team uh, be there for my coaches be there for my teammates Uh just do anything in my power just to get a winning record for our school. That'll be big for me. The rest will come
0: itself. Do you guys hear much? I mean, are you getting much much feedback as far as the the possibility of playing the season, or you know, what's kind of the are, are you are you talking much to your coaches yet?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing I'm hearing ear to ear. Not from my coaches. I'm hearing just on social media and stuff. We're supposed to start practice July 1st or July 6th, one of those dates, but I'm not pretty sure. I'm just hearing ear-to-ear. Ear. I'm just
0: playing it ear-by-ear. Ear. Do do, are you able to uh, uh, see your friends much, or is it mostly just communicating through, you know, text and that sort of thing?
3: Uh, we have team meetings through Zoom, like, twice a week, twice a week with our teammates, so that's how we keep it up to date. We don't really stay in contact a lot. Physical
0: what? contact. Right, well, as far as your school, are you are you wrapping things up now for your junior year?
3: Yes, we end school next week, so this is our last go with the school. So, I'm looking forward to it.
0: How's that? How's the? Uh, how's it worked out for you? Work doing school at home.
3: It's, it's pretty good. You just gotta learn how to manage your time, how to be effective while doing it, and not slack. Because if you slack, you can get behind really fast with the of school work.
0: Would you have been doing it? What What would your normal spring have looked like if you were in? If we were not in this pandemic, what would you be doing now? Uh, I'll probably I'll, I'll be in
3: school. I'll be taking some visits, taking some visits, uh, definitely taking some visits. So that that's really held me back a lot, seeing some schools and
0: stuff. So do do you feel like do you feel like you're at a disadvantage at all because of that? Or I mean, I know everybody's in that boat, not just you, but. Do you feel like maybe you don't have a, a, a better idea, I guess, of what's going on because of because of all this? Uh,
3: no, I don't feel like I'm at a disadvantage. I just feel like it just, it just happened. So, it's got to deal with what
0: happened. Right.
3: Take it how it is.
0: Well, good luck to you. I hope to, to keep up with you and, and, you know, what's going on with your recruitment. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can get back to something more regular here by the start of July.
3: Yes, sir. Thanks, Mr. Hunter Wright.
0: Well, that's going to do it for today's podcast. I want to thank Andy Elkins, North Central uh, new athletic director, uh, former assistant athletic director at North Central, for coming on. Uh, also, Drew Fountain, the new uh, Shortridge boys basketball coach, and uh, Kyron Montgomery, the uh, Pike defensive end, uh, for coming on and talking about his recruitment and kind of going through this uh, pandemic as an athlete uh, in those shoes. So, uh Thank all three of those guys for coming on today, and uh, again, Kyle Nedmerit from the Indy Star uh, for our Preps podcast. Uh, thanks for thanks for joining us.